Simon Pei Tess, Sif Gimel, Shin number 224. Begin with a few questions. And it was Tefillah. Is it permissible to be involved with your own tzrochim, your own needs, that you have to take care of things within a half an hour before davening begins? Before the, not the davening of the minion, but the davening of the time of davening begins. Question number one. Question number two. Is a person allowed to be involved with his own tzrochov from Amur Shachar before he davens? Or do we say that davening doesn't really start till late? So if he has to take care of his own personal needs, he's allowed to. Question number three. Is a person permitted to go traveling before he davens? Another question, and here we'll be discussing here in Simon Pei Tes Sif Cotton Chav Beis, the very famous question, is a person permitted to drink coffee, tea, before davening? How about with sugar? How about with milk? With honey? What's the shy with all these things? Well, before a person davens, he's taking care of his own needs. So how can he take care of his own needs before he takes care of his responsibilities to Hashem? As we'll see in the Mishtabru and the Mechaber. Let's take a look over here. As Mechaber says on page 238, Simon Peites Siv Gimel. It is also for a person to be involved with his own needs or to go on the road and travel until he davens same Allah basically also applies for Mincha Mariv there are those the Shevet Levi explains that the person will have the proper Yeshiva Das knowing that he has let's say in the summertime when you have hours and hours and hours to travel and still be able to daven mincha later, and you'll have Yishev Das knowing that you're daven, you're in the location where you have to be, so then you can travel before you daven. Generally speaking, it's an Eitz if a person has to travel somewhere, and there's already a minion of mincha, Eitz it's best to daven beforehand. Okay. But here we're discussing that it's also to be involved, Lisazei B'tzrachov, your own personal needs, a leilach, a derech, a travel, actually spelled through the Shemun Esrei, Yesh Mekilin says, there are more, there are those that are lenient, if a person says some of the brachas, before, for example, before Baruch Sha'amar, it's best to be machmer with this, that a person should not get involved with the Tzrachah, but if he does have to, we shall at least say some brachas beforehand. person should not be eating or drinking, and we'll be discussing as well, what about for medical reasons? Let's say a person has to eat something in the morning. Let's say a person has to take medicine. And in order to take the medicine, it says it must be taken with food. Or else a person could get an upset stomach and it could cause problems. We'll discuss all these halachas here. 
before davening, avamayim, water is mutter, lishto is kodem at filo. Before davening, bein bechol, bein b'shabes, v'yomtiv, whether it's the weekday, whether it's on Shabbos and yomtiv. And of course, the question is, why would Shabbos and yomtiv make a difference? If you could do it on the weekday, why can't you think maybe you can't do it on Shabbos? V'chein ochlum amashim l'refua mutter, so to foods for refua, you're eating or drinking for refua for medical reasons, that is also permissible. Says the Mishra on previous page, Five lines from the bottom, Sif Kotin Yazayin. We said it's forbidden for a person to be involved with his own needs. Before the day begins, in other words, it's not halachic day. Like now in the winter time, Nates is after 7 o'clock. So you could be up at 5.30 and you want to take care of things. It's, it's not even day yet. Because of El Yerabi, Mekomokam, and lastly, Shum Inyan Adshi Varech say the Brachas. El Yerabi says, nonetheless, a person should not do anything until he recites the Brachas in the morning. He wakes up in the morning first, make the Brachas. And he says, it's Poshit that we're talking here, a Chatisha half an hour, Samach Larabaiker, before the day begins. A person should already not be getting involved with, with uh, his own needs. Unless he says the brachas first. He says further, Sivkotin Yud Ches, you should not take care of your own Tzrachov. Person who has a butler, servants, I don't know how Nagel this is, but if you do, then you should instruct him in the evening. When they before they go to sleep, when they wake up in the morning, you should make the brachos and at the very least they should recite the first parsha of Shema, which means Shema Yisrael Baruch Shem of Ahafta. And afterwards, the person can go take care of their personal needs. Meaning what? In this case, the personal needs of the butler is to take care of your needs. So he should do these things first. And and Shema. However, he says, This approach of the all brachos uh, and and shma uh, is midas chasidus. Negelvaser, of course, is mikra din. A person, everybody has to watch negelvaser. Men, men, women. But if you wouldn't, this is midas chasidus to recite shma and and the brachos beforehand. In this case, leilech laderech. A person should not go on his road. So he says here to go traveling. The same law applies by Mincha and Mayriv that a person should also not go traveling once the Zman came, so he has a mitzvah to do. The basic concept understanding is anytime you have a mitzvah to do, so then we can't put our own needs in front of what the mitzvah is. That's the basic understanding. Now, like we said, if the person will have more Yeshiva Das. And he'll daven better if he knows he has a minyanim when he, when he different opportunities and options to get to where he goes. Uh, of course, this could happen, but generally speaking, you know, you're going from here to, to Flatbush in the summertime, and, and you have, you'll get there with four or five hours uh, to be able to daven mincha. You'll find a, min, a mincha in Flatbush in Lakewood. You'll find a mincha. 
So, so uh, you'll have more Yishevadas there because now you already reached your destination. There are leniencies to travel first. Achi is first person should dive in. Sifkot and Chof, last line in the page. And even if, the place where he comes, he'll also be able to dive in the Yemetzibah Bismana with the right time. Still, it's also for a person to be traveling. Because traveling on the road is like being involved with your own personal needs. However, if you're going for the Tzorich Mitzvah, so we'll see later on, Simen Tzadi, Sifkot Nun Gimel, that's Mutter. So, for example, if you're going for a Dvar Mitzvah, you're going for a bris like I went last week, right? So you're going for a bris, you're traveling early, besides the fact it was too early for me to dive in when I left. So, so you're allowed to, you're allowed to travel. And, and there are a lot of different categories that fall into a Dvar Mitzvah. One has to know if Parnosa falls into uh, a Dvar Mitzvah. There is there is such a concept of of Parnassah being a mitzvah. You have to find the you, you have to support your family. Um, but but uh, for a vacation, a trip, or or, or something like this, a person might say, well, you know, it's good to have Yishev Hadas, Milchas Hanefesh, also it's a Dvar Mitzvah. We we don't want to like uh, over overdo it here. Then never before you know it, everything is a mitzvah, and this halacha doesn't apply, which is not the case. Ah, This whole discussion is Now, this whole conversation we're having here is when you are in charge of when you're leaving. The ride is go or the and and you can control when you leave. So, so he says Davin Davin first before you leave. But what happens if you're going? Someone's Driving you somewhere. What happens if someone's driving you? Ah, kolze shlo bishaset chak. Ab bishaset chak shein hashiyarim tenislay. If they're not going to wait for you, yachal leilech mikoidem laderech yispal b'derech. Then you could you could um, daven on the road and you could go with this this ride. You know you don't have to miss the ride just because you didn't daven yet. If that's the only ride you have. It brings here also on the Dirshu note that the same thing applies. Let's say you have a, a bus to catch or, or uh, an Uber in this generation or a train, for that matter, a plane, and you ha- you don't make the deci- decision when it, when it is. You have to catch that, that bus. So that's not a problem either. It's also mutter to leave before you dive in. It brings to the Shevra Levi in the Chelech Ches Simen Yotes. Shadam Shekhoshish person who's concerned Shim Yamtinald Lachart Filo that if he waits until after he davens, you are Ikuvimidarkoi. You're gonna have more difficulties on your trip. Yachalots is a darker koidumatfilo you spal beminion kishagia limchis khetsoi. And you can dive when you get to your destination. Let's give an example. If you travel, generally speaking, at five o'clock in the morning. 5.30. Let's say it's already this man for davening. So it's the summertime. It's already 5.30. It's 6.15. Whatever you want. The early time. There usually is let, are less cars on the road at 6 o'clock in the morning than there are at uh, 9 o'clock. You have, you have people going to work. So you are permitted to travel. That's very common for you, right? You're permitted to travel at that early hour to avoid the traffic. The same... The, the same 
traveling that you could will, will have to travel and go to, you could cut out all the traffic. And you'll dive when you get to Baltimore, at the lake, whatever, the, whatever, New York, wherever you're going to. Okay. Back inside, he says, And the place must say that even it's not not only if it's a dawn, but you can go on the bus and all these places if the if they are leaving without you. So too, if it's already neitzachama, it's already the real opportune time to daven. Still, if you need to, you can go on your road on your trip. Why is it also for a person to eat or drink before he davens? A person can have a good svara and say. If I eat something, I'll have more strength to daven. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a good swara, but lemaisa, for a healthy person who doesn't need to eat and drink before davening, what he's doing is he's putting himself in front of Hashem. Let's take a look at the words inside in Sivkot and Chof Aleph. Va'oiver alzeh, one who transgresses this and he eats before davening. Amru chazal, she'olav amakosov, and me, meaning HaKadosh Baruch capital M, you have thrown me, Kiviyachol, over your back, over your shoulders. After a person ate and drank, and he became haughty. As it says, right, by Yeshurun, by Klaisale, they got fat. The person, person should not daven after he has a very big meal. He feels so full. It's, it's a guy with a feeling. Sometimes it's hard to bow like that. Physically and, and mentally. The person should not be davening after such a meal like this. So here, specifically before Shacharis, he's going to accept That's only after he gets scared of himself. Don't eat before you daven for your own blood, meaning for your life. Let's say a person is on the way to shul and he sees a nice looking chocolate cookie. He just wants to take off a little piece. He's making a bracha. He's not making almechi because not having kazai. It's just a little piece. No. If he's not doing it for medical reasons, and usually a person do not, does not eat chocolate chip cookies for medical reasons. <laughs> so, oh, you do, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so then then you should not be eating that chocolate chip cookie before davening, even a little bite. Now we come here in Sif Chav Beis. So let's put this in memory bank. Simon Peites, Sif Cotton Chav Beis. This is where it discusses the halachas of drinking coffee and tea before davening. Now, I will tell you first what the Mishru says and what the Paiskin's Manenu say and then we'll see the words inside. And the Mishru will tell us, he also talks about beer, by the way, to drink beer. So, <laughs> before, yeah, before Shacharis. So, so apparently, why does he bring it down there? He brings us down because th- this, this was more common. Back then, the water wasn't so clean. So a regular drink, the same way today, you'll ask somebody, you want a soda, orange juice, coffee. Back then, they would say, do you want a coffee, do you want a beer? <laughs> it would be a common thing. So he says like this, to drink from the letter of the law, tea, coffee, without sugar, without milk, 
100% permissible. Then he discusses sugar. He says to put sugar into the drink, says you shouldn't do it. What should you do? Put the, put the sugar in your mouth and then take the drink with you. That could be why you'll see, like in, in the previous generation, maybe if you remember in the Lower East Side, did you see the, the Alta Yidin with a little ice uh, sugar cube and then they would take the coffee like this? Really? Maybe that's where they came from. Now, exactly what the reason is, I have to do some research, the difference between the sugar in the, in the cup or the, sh- the mice at the end of the day, you're still getting the taste of the sugar. But this, that's what the Mishru Paskins. And the reason for that is because it's Derech Gaiva. However, Bismanenu, the minig is that people drink coffee or, or tea with milk and with sugar. That's just how they make it and that's how they drink it on a regular basis. They say the real men drink coffee black. That's, that's what they told me. Okay, but Lamaisa, the Paisalim say, this is the stipel already, Shlomo Zalman, uh, the Marsham, I saw from Chuvus Van, van Hoggins from Moshe Sturmach, Shlita, that Bismanenu, one is permitted to drink coffee and tea with sugar and with with uh, with milk. Now let's see this inside Sifkon Chavbez. Water is not a problem. Water, there's no gaifa. A person can drink the water. It's not an issue. The lashayich will gaifa. Vedafka belayt sukkah is only without sugar. Avalim sukkah is also. But if you want to put sugar in the water, from the letter of the law, like you said from the Mishnah Brewer, just like you can't put it in your coffee or your tea, so you shouldn't put the water, the sugar, in the water either. The koshikain mash the sheikha, even more so, shakoyer in the beer. See that? Or biro, as he says in the bottom. Vadai also. Okay, so you're going to have to hold off until after shachas so you, before your beer in the morning. Even more so in the places where they're accustomed to have tea and coffee, you're allowed to drink it. And he says then they, they don't have Yushavadas without it. This whole discussion is without sugar, without milk. However, the Mishra himself says already, the minig is that people are lenient to drink it with sugar. Vesha could be the kavonas achrenim agamaradvash, a kosa vidim sukkar, enochagaiva, gedoilamizu, kilhagidon filo, rak inoisnat sukkar, besechatela musko. It's only if you put, in other words, the place can say, you don't have any bigger aspect of expression of arrogance. By unless you're putting the sugar in the drink, he's saying if you have sugar, means maybe he says you put it in the drink. That's what he says from the letter of the law. From the letter of the law would be also to put the sugar in the drink. But it could be if you put the sugar in your mouth, maybe like the sugar cube we spoke about, and then you take the tea or the coffee and you drink it down. He says that's not included in what's called arrogance. As says the Mishnah will be coming out of this as follows. You put in the sugar into the tea. Or to eat something when you're drinking. That you shouldn't be 
drinking the tea or coffee in an empty, empty stomach. Ein shum tzad there is no room excuse to be lenient before davening. Now, the poison that I told you, the marsham, and before and after them, uh, the, the stipler, and the Shlomo Zalman, the Ketam and the Shlomo Zalman, the Shlomo Zalman, the Shlomo that's what he said about it, the Aruch HaShulchan, all these Paiskim, they say that it's not a problem, to have the sugar or milk in the coffee or tea. They do not permit eating before davening. And once again, we're talking here when a person does not need it for medicinal purposes. They do not permit eating before davening. Unless now he talks about a person who is weak. Is a weakness of the heart, and he needs the the sugar or the milk or or the food before davening. At the very least, he says, one should say, the first um, the first parish of Shema before he has um, let's say the, the the sponge cake with his with his coffee, but he's doing this for medicinal purposes. Then he brings here from the Sefer Pischei Tshuva Hechadosh. Careful, he says not to drink tea for the same matter coffee with groups of people. So I don't know what he says over there, but Pashup Shad is very simple. People sit down and start schmoozing before davening. Before you know it, you have a, a, uh, a group of people that are not going to daven and they're schmoozing when davening already started. Uh, it's a Pashup Shad, right? Unfortunately, uh, this is something that can be seen sometimes. He says further. He says, Besides for this, there could be a different Isser that can come out. As Rashba is brought uh, in the Beis Yisif says, A person should be careful not to be involved with his own personal needs before he davens, shouldn't turn his heart in any other conversation, any directions before he davens to Hashem. person should not get involved with anything else. Until he davens, people who gather together <coughs> before uh, when they're drinking the tea. Seems like uh, the Chavetz Chaim here and the Mishmur is discussing tea a lot, even more than coffee. Okay, it's all the same din. They were big tea drinkers. Back then. They were big tea drinkers. Yeah. Unfortunately, he brings. That when people gather together, and it happens, a person, one person makes a coffee before davening in shul, he sits down. Another person, oh, good Shabbos, how are you? Oh, Baruch Hashem, how are you? And before you know it, he sits down next to him. Then the third friend, before you know it, there's a whole gathering. They, they forget about why they came to, in, the, in the building, in the shul. They came to daven. In the meantime, they're schmoozing away. And he says, because of this, he says the person can miss Zman Kriyashma on davening. Then the question is like this. He says the same way you're allowed to have the tea, the water rather, before 
davening on the weekday, you're also allowed to have it before davening on Shabbos and Yontif. Now, what's the chiluk? Why, why would I think Shabbos and Yontif is different? Any suggestions on that? Why did you have to mention that specifically? Well, we're, talk, we're talking about this. The question is, why would I think I can't take a drink of water before I daven Shachris? Oh. That's the question. So he says, Don't say the Bishabbos also blavach mishum the Osir litim kaidim kiddush. Don't say because it's also to taste the food before kiddush. Don't don't think, don't say that. Only also when the time of Kiddush comes. Here, since you didn't daven, the time of Kiddush didn't come yet. So that's the Havamina. I might have thought I didn't make Kiddush yet. So since I didn't make Kiddush, maybe I can't take a drink of water before davening. Since it's, the Zman, it's not the Zman of Kiddush, it's not the time to make Kiddush yet. Before you finish Davin Shachris. However, after you Davin Shachris, let's say it's before Kriyasa Torah. I'm just giving you an example. And, and you want to go take a drink of water now because you're thirsty. You can't do that now. Not, let's not get into uh, the Bar Mitzvah Bachar who, who uh, needs to drink water because he's nervous and he's laning, this and that. We'll get into that another time maybe. But Lemais over here is not Zman Kiddush. So therefore, you're permitted to drink beforehand. But after already Shachris, and also then the person cannot drink any water until he makes Kiddush if you go let's say to the end of Shabbos after davening Marev before Avdallah a person is permitted to drink water water person is permitted to drink after davening Marev before Avdallah in regards to drinking before Musaf take a look he says later on in Reish Peifav Sivkotin Chof Dalid, the Mechaber told us on the top of the page that if a person is eating or drinking for refuah, for medicine, for medicinal purposes, it's permissible, he's allowed to eat or drink. Afilu even regular foods that that would have for the healthy person a category of gaiva, he would not be permitted to. Here for this person, he is doing it for medicinal purposes, so it is permissible. The 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 since he's only doing it for health reasons. Even though he's not mamish really sick, what does it mean? He's not really sick. Let's say a person has to take medicine every single day, and the medicine says you should take it with food. It could affect someone's stomach maybe if he doesn't take the medicine with food. So he's permitted to do so. Absolutely, 100%. And he does not make kiddush before he does that because it's not his man of kiddush. The koshkin shemut alisha is koyd matfila harakois v'shikuyim refuah. A person needs to take whatever these types of uh, medicines are, uh, these medicinal drinks for refuah before davening. He is permitted to do so as well. Now, children, even after they reach the age of six, seven of chinuch, they are permitted to eat before davening. Children before they reach the age of, of bar mitzvah, they are permitted. Says the the, the shulchan aruch later on with simish tamru and simin kufav. Sifkot and hay. Let's see one more halacha here in Sif Dalid. Mechariah says, Let's say a person wakes up and his mom is famished. He feels very weak. So that person now has a din of a chayla. Generally, he's not, a, he's, not, he's, not, he's, not, he's not, he's not, he's okay, he's not a problem. If he has the ability to 
to in yesh boyichelus lachav and daitu yispal. If he has built to daven without eating, he should daven. Lav. If not, im rotso al yispal achi yoychal yishta. If he wants to, he's permitted to eat and drink before he davens. It's good happen. The person wakes up. He just feels very weak. He needs a little little food nourishment in his body in order to daven. So once again, he's not eating or drinking in this case for his own personal benefit. Sometimes you have a, a fruit drink with fruit, you know, like a pureed fruit. It's a healthy drink. Now, normally, you can't eat that, drink that before davening. In this case, he'd be permitted to do so if he wants. The Haroi of Harbei, we're talking about a person who's really hungry. If he's not obligated to, if he wants to, he's permitted to. And the reason for that is because nowadays, a person in general, in this generation, he doesn't have the, the most kavana in the first place. In, in general, so if, if he needs to give him a little chizik, he is permitted to do so. If he wants to eat or drink before before uh, davening in order to give himself a boost of energy, in this case, Mechaber, Mishmur, and Sivdalid say it's permissible. So just to review some main points that we learned about over here in Sif Gimel, we said a person should not go traveling until he davens. Then we said then we said that in um, a person should not be eating or, or drinking before davening. In regards, in regards to um, in regards to um, if a person has uh, tea or coffee, nowadays he's permitted to have it with sugar and milk. Uh, the main thing is he should not be eating if he, it's not for medicinal purposes, but if he is weak or famished, even if it's just a one-time thing, he is permitted to have the, the food or whatever type of drink he needs before davening. I want to share with you a bear alacha. I want to share with you a bear alacha. It's the last bear alacha, or maybe the second to last on the page. The scenario is like this. You have a person who is not able to... He's very famished, but if, if by the time davening is over, he's going to be very weak. So here's the question. What should he do? Should he eat before davening? Right? That's your thing, right? It's okay. So if you can't wait a whole entire davening, so eat some before davening. A weaker person. Until the tzibur finishes the davening. The basic is It's better. Better for him to daven be yechidus in his house. And then he'll eat it afterwards a little. Better for him to daven be yechidus. So in other words, he'll daven faster. Then he'll eat something. He'll eat a little food because he just ate. And then he'll go to shul and hear kaddish and kedusha because he already finished. You hear this? As opposed to eating before davening. Then he'll go to shul to daven. So you hear what's going on here? 
you see the importance of, of the severity, I should say, of not of, of how a person should not be eating before davening. Better that person should daven. Let's say, let's say, let's say the case he's talking here perhaps is maybe like shachris. You're, you're davening earlier by yourself, biyichidus, maybe on Shabbos. After that, you'll eat something. Of course, in that case, he doesn't go through the details. He doesn't say exactly what the case is. But maybe then you'll make your own kiddush, eat a little food, then you go to shul, then you you answer kaddish and kedusha with the tzibur. And then from the rest of that, after you can you have enough strength because you already have a little food in your body. But he's saying better to do that, the Akhrain Akhrain must say, than to eat before davening. Now, before a person does anything, of course, he should speak to his Rav about it. But on my side, I just want to share this Berlach with you to see how it's the seriousness, the severity of of uh, not eating, that we should not eat before davening.